0: Broadcasting live from our satellite studios in Chicago, Illinois, it's time for the special on-the-road edition of Learning Insights, featuring learning professionals who are improving performance and driving business results.
1: And we are back with another exciting and informative edition of Learning Insights. It's our headliner, Lisa, one we've been waiting for all, all day, day long. <laughs> no, it's been a fabulous day, but we knew we were going to get a chance to, to visit with this person uh, again, no stranger to the Learning Insights microphone. Please, if you will, welcome back to our satellite satellite studio today people and professional development lead with a little company some of you may have heard of, Accenture, Miss Ann Benson-Bilkvist. How are you?
0: I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good. I'm glad to be here.
1: So what's new at
2: Accenture? (laughs) Any funny stories?
0: Uh, Not that I can tell publicly. (laughs) Not for the (laughs) 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 record.
2: But today we're here to talk about cultivating lifelong leaderships is that uh, important to Accenture?
0: Well, it it is I think it's important to a lot of companies. In the past, companies have really thought about leadership in terms of those folks at the top end of the organization, mm-hmm. right? Leadership with a capital L. Right. And I think what we're what Accenture certainly is finding now is that if we only focus on our leaderships with capital L, all those people who are coming be- beneath them in the organization don't quite know what it's like to be a leader right so we're expanding it to include everybody in the organization so leaders at all levels so leaders at all levels
1: so did you that's and you coined that right right that's uh, yeah I like, no i like it just it has a good ring to it and i think it very succinctly communicates the general idea and you probably ought to tell us more about it because i don't know that we fully understand it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, it, it really—that's it, really what it is. It's leaders at all levels. That—that that everybody in an organization has something to offer the organization. Right. Um, whether you're a young kid in the organization, you're just out of school, right? And how do you present your point of view, and how do you help a team get to where they need to be? To those people who've been around for thirty years.
2: But how do you um, create the environment or culture that um, lets somebody? believe that they can be a leader and that they're going to be heard as a leader and respected as a leader.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's one of the critical issues we have now. I think when I was growing up in Accenture, and I've been there for about 30 years, we had a structure where you'd come into the organization as a new hire, then you'd work with somebody for two years, then you'd become a supervisor, and you'd work with a manager for two years, and then you'd be promoted and then you'd work. So you always work with people who were a couple of years ahead of you in the organization. Hmm. And, and that made the culture that enculturated everybody. So by the time you were a leader, you'd gone through all the gates that you need to go through. Eight other leaders. Exactly. And you've seen good ones and bad ones. Um, The way the organization is growing now, we have folks who are leading teams or leading supervising others who've only been around for four to six months.
1: Wow, that you talking about a cultural shift—that's a cultural um, cyclone.
0: Exactly, exactly. So wow. how how do you extend the culture in an organization where I haven't, I, 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 I don't know the ropes yet, and I'm right. supervised. I don't even know
2: what else. I don't know yet.
0: Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So what we're trying to do is to really set up a program that says, "I." Don't, What we expect out of leaders is this at all levels. So when you first come into the organization, we expect you to be able to do this.
2: So there are certain non-negotiable pillars. Exactly. So what are some of them? Can you share? Well,
0: there are things like um, being able to network and collaborate with others, um, in creating opportunities for others to be successful in.
2: So you're trying to get um, them kind of more. Mission oriented rather than exactly. my own individual needs. Exactly.
0: Right? right. How do you how do you manage and lead yourself? How do you manage and lead others? And then how do you manage and lead the organization? Right. Right. So focusing on those three things. But uh, isn't
2: choosing the right person at the heart of this?
0: It is. It is. But you know, we've all been in organizations mm-hmm. where we make some unintended recruiting errors. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. That's training's
1: department. To know, fix I've, that. And I've been that <laughs> unintended <laughs> <creating> <laughs> error in more than in one organization. Believe me.
0: But it is. But it's hard to. It, it's. It is very difficult to judge how good a leader, or supervisor, one is going to be when they first join a team. We, right? You, you really haven't have figured out an
2: assessment for that yet. <laughs> no, and I don't
0: think so. Not. Not one that people can't game. <laughs>
2: That's the problem, right? But it you have
0: identified patterns like this, the,
1: the, like the things right. you're starting to, to right. talk about.
0: Exactly, right. So if if you have integrity, you have passion, mm-hmm. you, you can present yourself appropriately. If you can, if you have some courage and some conviction, if you embrace change, right, all those things are qualities that we like to see in our leaders, and that we feel we can start. Getting people's our employees' minds wrapped around earlier right. on in their journey with Accenture.
2: So, what's a way that you would get somebody, like you said, like somebody's there three, four months, all of a sudden they're in charge of something? How do what uh, what information are you giving them to equip them?
0: Well, at, at that level, once well, I'm gonna I'm gonna. I'm going to change your question. There
1: you go. (laughs) Do whatever you got to do. Take that question, put it over there, and then we'll talk about it. We'll put a pin in it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, because I think when, when somebody starts with the organization, we are being much more cognizant or need to be much more cognizant of what exactly are those things that we're expecting out of you so you can lead yourself. Okay. Right? So we want you to do time management, we want you to do it well, we want you to have an execution mindset, we want you to do that well. We we want you to have a set of experiences and trainings that are going to set you up to be able to tell somebody else that this is what's important. Okay. All right. So then when you are that six to nine month person who's right. then supervising others, you have a sense of what Accenture thinks is important. But
2: because that was part of the onboarding process.
0: That's part of the onboarding and yeah, the first three to six months in the right. organization, right? But we we are becoming much more on purpose with that and not kind of you know we have an onboarding course uh, but with a lot of the organization we we weren't as focused on the on the critical professional leadership skills we're much more focused on whatever the task you needed that whatever task you needed them to do right
1: Uh, can you though with the this as the backdrop can you build in specific opportunities to do things that give them a chance to practice those behaviors exactly yeah, okay.
0: exactly. So as I'm a supervisor right now, I can think, you know, I have to create opportunities for others on this engagement.
2: Because now to, you're to being be kind of judged on that, right? You're, exactly. So now it matters that, that I have to pull this off. So I have to get somebody else prepared.
0: Exactly, right? Which is this, which is kind of the flip side of that culture change is we have to assess people on those things that we want them to do well. Right. Right. Rather than just saying we want people to be a good people developer, which is what we do. Um, now we're saying we want you to be able to engage people and create opportunities for them because right. that's how you're successful. And, and that's we're measuring this now. This is we're measuring it.
2: This isn't a nice to have anymore. But, Correct. And,
1: and you got to give them a little bit of room, a little latitude to skin their knee, because exactly. what you don't if you just if you just clamp down on them the first time they don't get it right. Then you're gonna you're gonna totally upend the whole thing. It's exactly. Not gonna work,
0: right? Exactly. So it, it, it's it's kind of this mixture of apprenticeship programs, supervisory yeah. coaching, mentoring. Right. It 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 takes what what we think of as traditional learning, right? The sitting your butt in a seat and right. taking a course. Right. This this is totally outside <laughs> that right. realm yeah, because this so. is all about being able to experience it, getting coaching for it and feedback, and being measured on it.
2: Right. So there's structure, but it's kind of informal. It's not exactly. like someone yeah. standing in front of a class and. Are, are they, they embracing this,
1: though? Are they coming out of, you know, the University of Georgia, Duke, uh, wherever, mm-hmm. and and, and they, they've had a little different structure. And now are they embracing this kind of thing? or?
0: Well, for us, this is brand new. Okay. This is brand new. So we just started putting this program in place. Um, we have rolled out kind of that, that skill structure that says this is what you ought to do. And now we're starting to roll it into our measurement systems and our our coaching and all that. Mm-hmm. Stuff.
2: Did you so, pilot it with a certain group of people first?
0: Um, we are piloting it with um, a, a group of folks in um, our consulting organization. Yeah.
2: Uh huh. So they're the uh-huh. guinea pigs.
0: So they're the uh-huh. guinea pigs.
2: <laughs> have you learned anything from them yet? We, we are pretty <laughs> early,
0: pretty early on in the program, so so no. But we have we have also piloted a, a supervisory skills program for those exactly for those people that right. are six to nine months in the organization, and that's come off really well but focus specifically on those supervisors.
2: Now, in your career, um, you've probably seen some people achieve great things. Yes. And then have you been able to take any of that learning and kind of scale it and replicate it? Or,
0: is- Yeah. It, 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 there's like a new organization in the old organization, right? right? So before Accenture became a, a, a public company, right, it, that it was easier to scale because everybody had the same career path right. right so we knew that everybody was doing the same thing but now we have five different businesses we're everywhere in the world we're 320,000 people so so now that scalability almost becomes we have to figure out how to scale it to one or to five right. or to 10 we, because we we it, it, everybody isn't the same anymore we're, right. we're not a homogenous organization
2: Right. I guess that's what the media is challenged. You know, it used to be a mass media where right. there are three channels and now everybody wants their own media channel that's just, you know, me, media.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So, so our, that's why this has to be very much based on one's experience with the organization and in their job and not based on a curriculum or on what the organization mm-hmm. sets up for you as, as those gates. Right. It, it has to be a mix of everything.
1: Well, yeah, and I'd like to explore it from the individual's perspective, because we, to me, we've kind of been talking about on the organization's behalf. So, you know, I'm 22, 23, coming out of school. What are some things I can and should be doing, whether at Accenture or if I have to sort of bake my own in some other organization so that I do become this this lifelong Leader. Leader, any council advice on that front? Yeah,
0: I think, I think there are like three or four things that, that one can do. I think for, our, for young people, one is to have the courage to think that you have something to offer an organization. Right, I, I think all of us think that when you've been around for thirty years, you have something to offer the organization. But you know, the, the folks coming right out of university at twenty-two have a hell of a lot to offer. Right, and they um, really
1: do, and they should know it, and, and
0: they should know it, and they should learn bring how it to up, communicate it, and exactly, and have the courage to do so, and have the courage to argue for their for their cause. Right, so I think that's one. I think another one is um, that that they need to seek out opportunities to to help others right to 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 be that mentor right even though you're 22 if you have something to offer someone else can learn from you work with the with the executive assistant or somebody else you know with you in the organization to help them get better at what they need to do right right so always look for opportunities to make someone else better or to maximize your team's performance
1: well, I can tell you, uh, and I think this came up, or maybe I just make a point of making it come up. <laughs> that's probably what happens. But I, when I find myself trying to, to help someone else, teach them, mentor them, whatever, I find that it that it uh, it helps me crystallize, solidify the, the concept, and I get better at it right. just turning around and, and trying to share it with you. Right. I mean, that's the way the universe works, I guess. Exactly.
0: And you get more passionate about it. Right. You're passionate about your own ideas. Right. (laughs) Right. So that and and passion drives passion, drives passion. Right. It's contagious. It is contagious. So so allowing yourself to be passionate, even as a young person, organization is will get you somewhere.
1: So it sounds to me like you are working with a lot of what most of the people at this table would characterize as young people. (laughs) 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 Right? I mean, some of us are getting a little long in the tooth. You know, we've been at it a while. Uh, what uh, What have you learned about working with younger people? Or have you been doing that for so long it, it's not new to you?
0: Well, I think we've been doing it for so long it's not new to me. And, of course, okay. I'm very young, so. Oh, yeah, well, that's true, too. <laughs> right. it's,
1: it's an unfair question. Give yeah. or take. <laughs> we should like. Uh, your peers. Working with your peers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <we're,
0: laughs> um, it, you know, it, there is much that's said about millennials and – you know the, the the generations, right? I'm clearly a right. generation X, and um, or a baby boomer, and but I think at 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 the heart of everything, people want to learn, people want to succeed, people want to make a difference, and it doesn't matter whether you're born in 1955 or 1985 or 1995. I I mean, at at the heart of everything, I don't know that people are that much different today than they were yesterday from uh, a learning and leadership perspective.
2: And that's why it was important to have those core values that are the same, no exactly. matter what level you're on, right? Because exactly. then
1: you can then everyone is centered. And, right. and um, would you have similar comments about uh, trying to take this same kind of um, effort globally? Because Accenture, mm-hmm. you guys are global, right? Right.
2: Right. So the, culturally, you yeah, As long as the pillars are, you know, kind of universal truths, then everything should transfer, right?
0: Right. And of course, this is all based on Accenture's leadership statement and core values and all that right it's not separate from what we is as what we is what we are as an organization <laughs> well no it's after four o'clock it it's is like, after four <laughs> o'clock what we is is perfectly appropriate <laughs> <laughs>
1: absolutely but no I, the, the values that that you've been espousing and you've been talking about today um i don't think i'm not aware of any religion, any ethnic group, that that those would violate no. their principles. I mean, they're wholly consistent, in fact, with all of them that I'm aware of. Right,
0: right. It, and, and it is, right? I, our core values are our global truths, right? You have to have integrity. You have to add value to the client. You have to um, respect individuals. And Okay, well, the that brings
1: thing. up a good point. How do you reconcile or what? Soft shoe, do you have to do wh- when your folks, you've got these core values, and now you're you're taking these precious assets of yours and you're deploying them in an organization that maybe hasn't cracked this code too well, and you're putting them in. I don't. Know, sometimes maybe even a potentially toxic environment.
2: Right. If you're with clients, with right. a client with a client that you, never happens. You got to protect right. them never against. Happens.
1: It's like <laughs> sending your kids to, to school, right? right. You, you got to immunize. Right.
0: right. Well, I think. We are so lucky, and Accenture is um, really holds clear to its ethical values, and um, and we have been known to tell our clients that we don't want them to be clients anymore because they're not acting ethically. So you've, we pull. You've out. actually fired clients. Yes, so we yes. have.
1: Now, see, I see. I mean, that means a lot to me, and I guess it does to the, to your the rest of your client base, right. And because your organization. Exactly. Because
2: you're walking the
0: walk. We we walk the walk. Well, it
1: creates a certain degree of pride when you have those standards that just, that self-perpetuate. You you must really enjoy your
0: work. I love my job. I do. I love my job. I love what I do. Now, you
1: work in a big team, just a handful of you? Um,
0: Right now, there are six of us, six, seven, eight of us, eight of us working on this across the organization.
2: For 300, what'd you say? 300, 320,000 people. Wow. Wow. That's, that's about right, right?
1: You, yeah, you want to have I that ratio? the ratio's right? good. So <laughs> you right. never wake up and say, I wonder what I should do with my time. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's like you're Because a- time management is one of those core values. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> that's one of those things I learned 30 years ago.
2: <laughs> now, any advice for any other... Uh, learning and development folks that are trying to address this lifelong leadership principle
0: well i think the trap that we tend to fall into is that leadership is for our high potentials and our our capital L leaders in any organization and um and i think my advice to all organizations if you're trying to grow those leaders it doesn't start when they become high potentials, it starts right. from the day they walk into the organization. Right, because you want to build the bench. You want to build the bench. And um, and building the bench from day one is a lot easier than trying to change behaviors when people have been around for 10, 15 or, years. Or
2: uh, all of a sudden you're like, I need a leader. And then you're like, Where's exactly. we're going to have to go get somebody else from outside. Right. Exactly. It's better to grow your own, of right? Of course
0: it is. It's a lot cheaper to grow your own. Right. And they'll stick around longer when you hire them.
1: Right. Right. So after all this, you and your running buddies, or are you thinking about maybe putting a book together? Or I mean, there's got to be a book in you. Well, that would be awesome. Wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> I hadn't even
0: thought of it. Or an audio
1: book. Like, sit down and just, <laughs> no kidding, like have me or Mike or somebody just sit down and just ask you questions about all this. And you can have a book in no time, right? I would love it. I'd, I'd come back and do that with you guys. I think that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Well, this has been a real pleasure. I can't think of a better or more fun way to wrap up the the day here thank you so much for coming in and hanging with us you are very welcome it's totally my pleasure well and, and you know we're quite sincere when we say let's do it again sometime oh right. yeah you were last time let's <laughs> right. do it again sometime well i uh, i think it might be fun to take some if you guys are up for it and you can get all the mm-hmm. approvals or whatever to have one or two of the folks from uh these high potential programs mm-hmm. people who have been through this yeah, process get
2: it from their point of view
0: sure
1: Don't you think that would be a fun conversation? So anyway, if you're up for it, we'll we'll do that. And if not, we'll we'll talk about something else. All right, cool. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that is a wrap from Training Pros Chicago. We'll see you next time on Learning Insights.
0: This has been a special Business Radio X production brought to you by Training Pros, your source for local learning and development experts. Learn more at training-pros.com.